You're listening to Matrimony. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Chris. This show is about managing your money. Happily ever after. husband. Namaste. Namaste. It's a very peaceful way to start the episode. On this episode, we're updating you on how life is going now that I'm not working full time and recapping a recent long trip we took to Texas. Plus, we're sharing a really big purchase we made a few months ago and a home supplies win at Target. Status update, Chris. I'll go first. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I am no longer working full time. Mm-hmm. And I am loving it. <laughs> You're not just totally bored, listless. I'm, I'm not wondering what to do with yourself. No, <laughs> it has been a little. Just we haven't quite settled into our regular routine yet. And actually, this week is our first week getting into a somewhat normal routine. Um, because for the previous three weeks, as we'll talk about, we've were in Texas, and then before that, I did have two weeks post job before we left. Um, I had full-time childcare. So that was just a wonderful, amazing kind of little breather. Um, but that kind of wasn't real life yet because that's not how it's going to look all the time. And we had this big trip coming up and stuff. So, um, anyway, but so we are getting into just kind of what normal life is going to be like, and it just feels really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it feel so good? Obviously, you have freedom, so there's not as much pressure. Yeah, but I think it just, it makes me see how busy we were and and how much pressure I was putting on myself, mm-hmm. the, the high expectations for myself, and all of the things I was trying to get done, even though I never had enough hours in the day, hours in the week, even though I was working weekends and sometimes evenings, Mm -hmm. you know, not Mm -hmm. every evening, not every weekend, but it wasn't uncommon for me to do those things. So, um, it's not that I am a, I am very efficient at using my time. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I should have been watching less television or, scrolling less social media like I think I'm I'm pretty intentional with my time so anyway it just is feeling so good to have time to take care of things that I've been wanting to take care of little projects around the house little errands Mm -hmm. um, to not feel rushed in the morning to get the boys off to preschool in the evenings, picking them up a little bit earlier. I'm trying to pick them up around four 30 mm-hmm. and then we just have some time to be together in the evenings and then get dinner ready. And then it just is kind of this domino effect because I'm feeling refreshed from my day and getting them a little bit earlier. I can unpack lunches. We've been making their lunches ahead of time mm-hmm. more often, which mm-hmm. just makes the next day feel easier. I don't know. It just, all the little things. There's this breathing room everywhere. Yeah. You look. Yeah. It just feels really, really good. So I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm feeling very fortunate. Um, and I, I just haven't regretted the choice for a second. It just feels really good. You said this morning that it feels totally normal doing what you're doing right, right. now, which yeah. I think is actually a really good indicator that that this is 
what you should be doing because mm. it doesn't feel like a shocking disturbance in your life. It feels like you're just slotting yourself right into this new mode and it feels good. Yeah. So I think that's a good indication that all is going well. I think it just does feel like I'm getting to expand the parts of my life that that were already the most important to me that I enjoyed the most or that I found the most fulfilling or the kinds of challenges that I want to be having. And so now I'm getting to fill my days more with that. Mm -hmm. And that feels really good. Awesome. How's the difference felt to you? Have you noticed a difference? Hmm. For me, it's feeling great because your breathing room makes everything calmer. I mean, Mm. we were both rushing around every morning, every night, and none of that really happens. Well, we're only easing back into what I think is are going to be our yeah. actual schedule, but I don't think that's going to really happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice. I'm not like settling in on anything yet because it's summertime for me and my right. job has slowed down. Um, and and we, it's going to be changing soon. And Yeah. And we did just get back from this big trip. Mm-hmm. And so, and the kids schedules will change throughout the summer month after month. So I'm not really putting much stock in how things are right now until mm-hmm. it's like, October. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, we're in the middle (laughs) of fall semester. Yeah. Yeah. And the boys are in their standard schedule and we'll see how, and that I'll be much busier then. So we'll see how things go. Um, But I'm just going to enjoy how things are right now because, you know, like today I was able to pack up at at 345 and take a bus home and, and, um, you know, meet you all at home. And Mm -hmm. I was able to like bike commute to the bus stop. Everything was great. So, Mm -hmm. and it was all easy to do um, without just feeling, I, I think the biggest thing, the biggest indicator for me is we're not constantly rushing the boys into the car. Mm. How many times every morning do we say, okay, we got to go, we got to go. I'm going to be late, blah, blah, blah. Right. We don't do that anymore. Right. So that's good. And we will probably still sometimes, but hopefully the whole idea is that even as you get busier, I will have so much more flexibility and just ability to kind of take care of other things so that, we're not rushing as much even yeah. when you are really busy or if I'm going through a busier yeah. time or something. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what's your status update besides commenting on my status update? <laughs> well, so we just got back from the longest trip like we've ever taken. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> Three weeks. It's crazy. It felt weird, but awesome. Yeah. So we went to Texas and we visited your family because your sister was getting married mm-hmm. and she's now married. <laughs> Mazel tov, Elizabeth and Brett. Yay. Such a good wedding. Uh, we did that and then we hung out with the family for a little while. I worked remotely for a few days. And then uh, after that, even, we went to Galveston for a conference that I had where I was presenting. Mm-hmm. And so we took the boys down there mm-hmm. and that was their first visit to the ocean. Yeah. So it was a huge trip filled with a ton of stuff. But um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was fantastic. So... What was your uh, what was your favorite part of that big trip? Uh, there were so many parts. Elizabeth and Brett's wedding was so fun and just so memorable. It made me so happy to see them so happy and they're such a great couple and it just was perfect and it was perfect for them. So that was really, really memorable. Um, I guess I have a few different. That's kind of a great family memory. And then I think my favorite memory of just you and me on the trip. Mm-hmm. We had a date night. Uh, my parents are always so generous and yeah. just push us out the door. Go out, go out. We'll keep the boys just yeah. as much as you want. So we take full advantage and we really appreciate it. Um, 
we had a great kind of afternoon evening date. We went to a, a newer, a new place to us called Cosmic mm-hmm. Cafe or Coffee. I'm not sure. Cosmic. It's off of South Congress. If anyone's local to the Austin area, and just one of these kind of typical but amazing Austin places where they take an old building turn it into something hip and amazing serve coffee and beer Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then this just too has this great kind of just front yard where there were chickens and a pond and we definitely saw a baby in diapers and I mean it's just like a family it's like the hipsters on their max but also the families and I mean, all of it sounds like an odd collection of, of products and people, but like that, if you're from Austin or know Austin, it's yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's totally, that's Austin. what Austin <laughs> does. So also anyway, that was so fun. We sat, we played a game. I had an amazing Negroni, yeah, which good. is one of my favorite cocktails. It was the best one I've ever had. Mm-hmm. So I don't even remember what I got to drink because your drink was so good. I think you just got a beer. No. It was not uh, memorable. You made the wrong choice. I did. Anyway, Cosmic. And then after that, we went to Elizabeth Street Cafe, which mm-hmm. I've been hearing about for years and have never been. And it was just an amazing meal. So this is a Vietnamese restaurant, but it's really interesting. So they serve Vietnamese food like pho and um, other kind of rice dish- dishes and banh mi sandwiches. But then they also... Are, have a boulangerie, a French mm-hmm. influence, and serve these amazing pastries. And it's just adorable. We sat outside and mm-hmm. it was just a really great evening. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Oh, and then from like our little nuclear family, I think just our first time on the beach with the boys, mm-hmm. Cedric was just running into the waves. I mean, it's almost like he just couldn't, he didn't know what to do with his little body. Yeah. You know, he was just like running in and then wanted to sit down in it. It was just really cool to see how excited they were to yeah, see the ocean. I'm glad that was their first beach experience because it could have been, you know, it could have been like the the West Coast around San Francisco and it would have been freezing. So That's they would have, you know, wouldn't been fun to go in right. the ocean. The but Gulf, we were in the Gulf is so warm. <laughs> yeah. So it's like perfect temperature. Yeah. Yeah. So we really got to enjoy that. That was my favorite thing too, was, was just exposing them to the beach the first time. My, my favorite memory though, I think that like the key memory was when Brett stomped on the glass and Aww. then lunged into your sister's arms, you know, Aww. and they were officially married and that was just a really, really cool. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to cool. forget that for a while. That's cool. Um, but what I really loved more than anything about the trip was when we went to Galveston, we just... We like, <laughs> I always think of the phrase from 30 Rock, like we went into the crevasse. We, it's, you know, Galveston is not, it's frankly not the most beautiful place ever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a little bit beat up. It's gone through some hurricanes. It's had a tough time. Um, and it's not like a, it's not a like stunning, a, yeah, you know, white like a, sands it's beach. It's not like a glitzy beach locale yeah, like yeah. you would find on the California coast. Yeah, it's not lined with resorts and that kind of thing. It's just, you know, it's, it's a, it's a golf town mm-hmm. on an island. And, um, and so, and, and we just like, just went ahead and did the straight up tourist thing. Like we paid for an overpriced umbrella on the beach, you know, like right. way more money than we should have. And we went to Rainforest Cafe for dinner, which is, which we took the boys out for the first time, you know, rather than seeking out like the, what's, what's the most delicious local food, which right. went straight to Rainforest. And you know? we did go to two great local places mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Um, we went to uh, Shrimp and Stuff and mm-hmm. we went to The Spot, mm-hmm. which were both just like fried seafood, fried food. Yeah. And it was 
awesome. We were eating out so much on this trip. And I think part of it too, we just had to say like embrace being on vacation, Mm -hmm. embrace eating another meal of fried food, Right. you know, it's going to be okay. So that was kind of part of it too. Just embrace what's there. Embrace the culture. Yeah. Yeah. And the boys ate macaroni and cheese like every single night. (laughs) Um, Our, our, (laughs) our slightly, you know, beat up hotel was filled with like sand all throughout the, (laughs) all throughout the, uh, the bathroom. But I just loved it. Like we just, that was, yeah. We're just going to do it that way. It was great. It It was awesome. I love, I loved that too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to home economics. All right. So back in episode 54, we did a deep dive into home supplies. So I kind of have an update to share. Um, We talked about wanting to kind of rein things in, in our home supplies by looking at our mint budget more often and, limiting impulse purchases and trying to just check where we are in mint before we were buying additional home supplies things. And we even talked about like checking with each other as like a two factor authentication. Mm -hmm. I don't think we've been doing that, but also part of it is just because we've been traveling for nearly a month and I don't know, I just feel like things have been kind of weird. Um, but I just wanted to mention an amazing win of a trip that I had at target just today. (laughs) Um, where I just felt very proud. So I had a little list of things, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of the random things that you end up needing at Target. And as I was making my way around the store, like one of the things I needed was um, some like shelf organizer, some little boxes for shelf organizing. And I got to the aisle, spent a long time thinking about it. I finally found the ones that I wanted. And then I thought, oh yeah, I also need a little organizer for my bedside table drawer. So Mm -hmm. I think this would be about right. I'll just get that too. And I had it, I was going to go put it in my basket. And then I thought, you know what? That's not on my list right now. Ah. I don't have to have it. I came here for organizers for these two specific things. I got them. I can get that later. Like, let me see how these fit Mm -hmm. and then I can come get it back, get it later. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like there were just a couple of other things where like I was in the office supplies area. I was getting, um, oh, some new dry erase markers because ours is getting kind of worn out. And there were just a couple of other things that, you know, occurred to me, oh, I've been kind of wanting this or maybe this would work for that. And And then I thought, nope. That's not on my list. (laughs) Just stick to the list. Mm -hmm. And it ended up being so incredibly satisfying. And my final bill at Target, I probably had, let's see, like one, two, three, four, five, six things on my list. It was $32, Uh which is an amazing amount of money to spend at Target because it's so easy to spend it's the hundred 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 and twenty. It's the hundred dollar target curse. Yes. Every time you go in a hundred bucks. Yep. Exactly. Oh, and I also I was in the kids' clothing section and looking mm-hmm. at the new shirts that they have out for summertime. And they have really like Target is where I buy just about all of the boys' clothes. Mm-hmm. I love it. And you know, the shirts are just four fifty a piece. Mm-hmm. Like what's one or two? Yep. But I looked at them, I was like ready, but I was like, no you know, I really should just assess what they have. We already have enough. And so I didn't put it in the cart. Awesome. So I felt really good. That's great. Good job. Thank you. Um, Also in home economics, I want to talk about that we need to get back to tracking regularly in Mint. At least I do. Mm -hmm. I have fallen out of the habit over the past, honestly, six weeks or more, and I need to get back in there. 
Well, this is the, probably the first time ever where neither of us is really doing anything in Mint. Oh, I, no. I, I, I've gone in here and there to to categorize. So we may be up to date as of like maybe last month, mm. but really I've not paid a lot of time. And the problem is essentially the entirety of the year has not been normal. Yeah. And we're but, about to describe why in a second here. But like what is normal? There's always something quote unquote abnormal going on though. Well, you know? so we determined, you know, it, it, uh, I can't remember what episode it was, but we, we talked about our financial summit. And this was basically the year of spending. Mm. And that took us away from our normal annual goal of saving $20,000 a year. And that, I think, really helps to normalize and like keep us on track. So the past three years, we've gone for that goal and achieved it. And I feel like it's felt pretty, pretty straightforward to me until this year, where this year we have done huge things mm-hmm. with spending. And, and the hits keep coming, yeah. <laughs> like in terms of spending both on, on things that we're wanting to do, things that are investments, and then things that we didn't you know plan on, like mm-hmm. car repairs. So really, every single month, there's been something like massive. Mm-hmm. And as a result, it's really hard to, um, to get everything in order. It just feels like money's well, kind of all over the place. But I still feel like we could go through and just categorize things, even if we categorize everything while we were in Texas as travel, mm-hmm. just because I want the data Oh, we yeah, do for our sure. 2018 summit, for sure. yeah. you know, even if it doesn't, I'm not giving up. I mean. Okay. Good. <laughs> even if it doesn't, if it's not fitting the budget, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I just like it almost. I mean, it's, it's like, as long as our money's okay right now, you know, like we're recovering from these things and mm-hmm. we are, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. um, I just want that data in 2018 so that then when it's like, why didn't we save as much money or, whatever. It's like, well, look, we had this three weeks of travel in Texas and we did a lot of stuff or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, can we both commit to getting back in there and oh, categorizing, yeah. tracking a mint? Oh yeah. Oh, All right. Yeah. All right. All right. And now we want to share a really big update. Yeah, this is, we've had a number of major expenses and purchases and things throughout the year already. We had big car repair. We bought solar panels. Yeah. We've done all sorts of big things. I quit my job. You quit your job. We took a $60,000 pay cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Despite all that, we just dropped another like $32,000. <laughs> yeah. And we did that because dun, 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 we invested in property. Yep. Um, and so we've talked about this especially last year we sort of tinkered with the idea of maybe investing in property near us mm-hmm. here in in the central Gilbert yeah. or in the Phoenix area. Yeah. But everything's way too expensive especially here in Gilbert. Like yeah. just it's not a worthwhile investment. And I think too it would be when I would look at the numbers, I would see some properties for $200,000 or less and I would think, "Okay, we have enough money for a down payment on that." But then when you really look at how much money do you really need to have a rental investment property where well, you're going to need some, you know, a repair budget, kind of new paint, new carpet, whatever. Do you have enough money for a few months to cover the mortgage while it's not rented out? Just all these things. Suddenly it was very clear we are in no position to own a rental property yeah. anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> and so we had kind of not given up on it, but we just weren't actively pursuing the idea. Yeah. Um, but your dad, who's a realtor in the Austin area, yep. um, occasionally takes a, a, a little trip down to San Antonio 
and uh, has just been looking around for, for little possibilities. And he called us up out of the blue and said, hey, I found these three plots of land in an area that may be, you know, potentially kind of growing mm-hmm. um, in the next few years. And it's a sort of a uniquely, you know, potentially good opportunity because there were these three plots next to each other. So it's a big that area. Just, that are just vacant land. Yeah. And they could be attractive to a developer, a builder mm-hmm. sometime down the road. Um, and so each one's about $11,000. I'm not going to pull the trigger on buying all three. Would you guys be interested? And so... In the same way, we've made other financial decisions where we like re- decided to refinance the house, like mm-hmm. a, you know, <laughs> snapping our fingers. We trust your dad that much that we talked about it over the phone for like five minutes. We're like, "Yep, let's just do it." Yeah. So that meant we liquidated literally over fifty percent of our Vanguard investment funds. That's right. After having liquidated another basically twelve thousand dollars to buy the solar panels mm-hmm. of which we'll get, you know, 5k back with taxes and such. Right. So, um, but yeah, so we'd already dropped that, that balance down and then we took a ton out. So, uh, we re- we thought that, you know, this is probably a good time to do it. And there were a number of reasons why, like first last year was an insane year for the market. So we, we made like 23% return mm. on our Vanguard investment. So we had all this extra money built up in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, we essentially, when we liquidated, we took a bunch of that basically profit mm-hmm. um, from our investments and we were able to utilize that for a, a, a real estate investment. Um, and 2018, there were lots of predictions that it would be a volatile year, that there wouldn't be as much growth. And, and it has proven to be exactly that. Mm-hmm. Not terribly volatile, but it's certainly not growing at mm-hmm. all. Um, and so, yeah, it seemed like possibly a good idea to pull the money out essentially at the kind of the top of this this growth that we've had for like 10 years Mm -hmm. um, and put it into real estate that might have the opportunity to grow our investment in a different way. Mm -hmm. If that's a neighborhood that, you know, grows over time or should at least hold its value. Yeah. 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 Um, And so things could continue to be volatile in the marketplace. They may not, but we feel like this is, it was a safe enough risk and it's still something that, yeah, like we're probably not going to lose money. We may just lose an opportunity to make more in the market if mm-hmm. the market were to take off again. Right. So, yeah, a worthwhile risk and our first chance to, to buy into real estate in a safe way. We became cash buyers yes. <laughs> for the first time in yes. our lives. <laughs> it was very exciting. I have to tell this story because we were signing the paperwork. We bought this property at the time, sight unseen. I mean, my dad had been down there, sent us pictures. We totally trusted him to ground truth it. But so a notary was coming to our house for us to sign the paperwork. And she was getting out her forms and and kind of figuring out where we should sign, you know, and I think, yeah, we said, oh yeah, we're the we're the buyers. And she said, oh, you're the cash buyers. I just felt like that felt like such to me, like minor celebrity status. (laughs) I think just because I've never imagined in my life that I would be a cash buyer on Mm -hmm. a property Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you need to have so much money to do that. And Mm -hmm. $32,000 is a lot of money. It's not, you know, $300,000 plus to buy a house. But Mm -hmm. anyway, it felt exciting to be a cash buyer. (laughs) Yeah. So we own like maybe a half ish of an acre and a date tree and an orange tree. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then while we were in Texas, we did a day trip to San Antonio for Mm -hmm. the purpose of 
going to actually see our property and and then just kind of getting a little day trip to San Antonio out of it. But yeah, it's very exciting. Um, I do have to say that you know, I, I tend to be interestingly, sometimes more conservative than you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're willing, and we've talked about this before. It's something that I really love about you. You are willing to kind of take these leaps. I wouldn't even call them risks because you're very thoughtful and careful when we change anything about our financial situation. But you know, the very, I would think the most conservative thing to do would be to just leave the money where it is, or it's kind of just status quo, like Mm -hmm. just keep on going down that same road. And, um, you know, I, I was equally, I think as excited to do this, but as it got closer to pulling that money out and everything, I was just kind of like, Oh man, like I really (laughs) like seeing that big balance in our investment account. And that just represents years of us saving and everything. Mm -hmm. But I think what really the kind of the perspective that I got on it, and maybe you said this, or I can't remember, is just to look at it as not losing any of that investment. It's now just even more diversified. Mm -hmm. And when I thought of it like that, it was just like, oh, okay. It makes me feel so much more secure because I know, and we've talked about on this show, how like we're working to build that balance and that's our big account. And so it might seem counterintuitive to some listeners that, you know, we've really said that is a one-way account. Things go in and not out. And here's a huge chunk of money coming out. Mm -hmm. Um, But really it, it is just diversified. It's now certainly much less liquid because it would take, you know, at least 30 days or something to sell it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we said, again, we just completely trust my dad who's been in the real estate business in Texas, in that area for decades. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have, you know, we have no doubt we could, if suddenly we really needed that money, we could sell it and get, I think our money back even today, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. hopefully it will be an even better long-term investment for us. Yeah. And you know, even if, like it tanked and we lost like a third of our money. Mm-hmm. That would be a huge bummer, but mm-hmm. like it was a worthwhile risk. Like right. that, that's what a risk is. So, yeah. and um, I'd be, I'd be okay with that. We, right. You know, we rolled the dice and it was, it was a worthwhile. Bet. And that could and so, happen in the stock market just as easily. Exactly. Too. Yeah. 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 And I love how your dad seeks out real estate. He's, he's bare bones. There's no frills. Mm-hmm. And that is the, I just, he's got me convinced that is the way to do it. There's <laughs> just a lot of glitzy stuff that happens in real estate. You know, uh-huh. people are flipping houses and, right. and doing all these things. And there's just lots of money that flows in and out. Yeah. And I feel like that's really high risk stuff, but sure. your dad takes basic properties, makes basic improvements and makes a basic profit. Mm-hmm. And he just does it with consistency. Right. And he is, you know, I just, there's no more solid, a uh, 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 real estate investment strategy than his, mm. I think. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, when he came to us, I was just like, yep, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> right. That felt, that felt good. Yeah. All right. I think those are all of our big updates. So we've had, this is our third update, our third show. Where we've had big updates. We had solar panels, then I quit my job and now we bought an investment property. I think that's it. <laughs> we don't have anything else big to share. No, I think that's it. I think that's all the liquidating we're going to be doing. Okay. All right. Let's move on to Love Notes. So I have one for you. Okay. I spent more money (laughs) and you let me. (laughs) That's right. You did it with my blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that you were so 
willing to let me do this thing that I'm about to tell our listeners that we did, <laughs> which um, I have been for a while now for uh, weeks or maybe months kind of investigating e-bikes or battery powered or battery assisted bikes. Does this sound for electric bike or it's not electronic, right? It's electric, electric yeah. bike. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So battery packs literally on a bicycle. Um, and there are two versions, one that you can like press a button and it will just, your bike will go whether you pedal or not. <laughs> and then there are these mid drive bikes that I, I think are, um, I think they're the, the future of bike commuting, um, that are battery powered, but they're pedal assist. And so when you pedal, it just adds oomph. So mm. it just makes you faster than you mm-hmm. were. So if you're pedaling, it'll give you 50% more power on the power you're already mm-hmm. generating. So you still work, which is nice, but um, you can go faster and you can go longer. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can get to places more quickly right. kind of thing. So um, because I, I've been thinking a lot about it in part because you have quit your job. Mm-hmm. And as a result, I'm trying my best to make sure the car stays with you mm. because if the kids are sick, you're right there or, mm. it, you know, you need to be able to get around uh, since you're home and I have, I have to go to Phoenix to work, which mm-hmm. is far away from the house. So I don't want to have the car sequestered with me. Um, so I'm figuring out, I already like bike to the bus stop and that works mm-hmm. many mornings, but not all because I have to leave really early in order to catch the bus, um, figure out car commuting. But then I thought, okay, since I'm I in the fall and then sometimes in the summer, I work in Tempe. Tempe is 20 miles away. I've bike commuted to Tempe a few times in the past and I can pull it off. It's a bit exhausting, but and especially in the for summer. It's a long day. It's long. It takes me like two hours to, to traverse <laughs> that whole. That's just re- that like that's not a commute. <laughs> that's something else. Yeah. It's a day trip is what it is. Yeah. Really. I just took a day trip to work. <laughs> Um, and so I I wanted to make sure I had some kind of reasonable way. I really like bike commuting and I'm really like obsessed with it. So e-bikes, there are e-bikes that are a certain class that allow you to go up to 28 miles an hour. And that's a specific number, but that's because most municipalities do not let you go any faster than that. Otherwise you become legally a moped. (laughs) (laughs) You're just below a moped. Okay. So get on with what you, what you've done. You keep on teasing it. Well, I bought an e-bike is what I did. Um, so I bought a pedal assist e-bike. It's a, it's the specialized brand. So that's one of the probably three or so like major brands of bicycles in the country. Um, but they make a really nice one. And I had gone to a place while we were in Austin that sells Reese and Muller bikes. Mm -hmm. And these are like the Rolls Royce of (laughs) (laughs) e-bikes. They're like intro level bike. Entry level bike is like $5,000 and they go up to seriously like $15,000 for these bikes. Wow. But anyway, they're, they're beautiful pieces of equipment. So I was looking at those and kind of feeding over those, but there's no way I could spend $5,000. Um, anyway, I went, when we got home, I went to a local bike shop and they carry these specialized ones and they were, you know, thousands less, but have pretty similar equipment and I got to test ride it and they're amazing. Um, and so I texted you and I, I said, well, here's how we could kind of figure out how to pay for it. And, um, and you said, okay, do it. And so I did it. (laughs) And so it's a big investment. Um, It was $3,200 is is the actual cost. It came with a $500 gear um, sort of credit in the store. So we were able to buy a bike rack for the car and do, I'll do some other things too. Um, But yeah, so it should come in Friday and I'll begin. I'm going to try one to two times a week to bike to Tempe, um, which will up my fitness game. Mm -hmm. Um, Will help ensure the car stays here with you. And will just make me feel like I'm living out my life philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> so 
oh, and the cool thing is, um, I it's basically a solar powered bike now because mm. I'll have a couple of off days where I can power up the battery during the day with solar energy from our solar panels. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that's fucking cool. That's <laughs> awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. So thank you for supporting me in my crazy <laughs> purchase. You are welcome. Uh, you know, I think that like, I guess what I just, how I feel is that if you looked at the finances and I, I just know that you we're so much on the same page with our finances. I know that you wouldn't do anything that would compromise any of our big goals, like mm-hmm. get us too far off. And so if you've thought about something like this, you've been talking about it and thinking about it for a long time now. And if you've come up with a way that it's all going to work out, mm-hmm. then, you know, I just say go for it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, this is kind of a, I don't know, a marriage tip or something from my mom. And mm-hmm. she'll say, you know, like if your partner comes to you and they really want to do something and, you know, it works financially, just say yes, mm-hmm. because then you're going to want to do something, <laughs> you know? So it's just kind of like seeing the other person. We're going to have slightly different values, mm-hmm. but that's okay. And understanding that and then just as much as you can being supportive of that other person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. So, so in other words, I'm on the hook for something in the future. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so my love note to you is just, I am so appreciative. We just spent three weeks in Texas, most of it with my family and you are just so comfortable there, so happy to be there. And I'm just so appreciative that you love being around my family and in Austin, in my hometown, um, as much as I do. Mm-hmm. It just is a very important, special place for me, especially since my parents still live in the house and the property where I grew up. It is just, there is nowhere else where I feel more grounded in just myself and like who I am to the core sort Mm -hmm. of as when I'm there Mm -hmm. and it's just really cool to be able to share that with you and I just really appreciate it's just a lot of family time together and Mm -hmm. I just so appreciate that you are just equally one of the family and all of my family members are as comfortable with you and you with them and it's just I love it so much so thank you it's easy I mean your family's awesome And they live in Austin. <laughs> and so, you know, you hear horror stories about in-laws yeah. and I have none of those. And neither I mean, do I. I love my in-laws. Yeah. I mean, we're very, very fortunate and we definitely recognize it. That's something that we talk about frequently, just how much we love each other's families and how yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I feel equally as lucky. Like you could have, I could have terrible in-laws who live in a super boring town, <laughs> but I have True. awesome in-laws who live in a great town. So lucky you. <laughs> yeah. It all works out. <laughs> all right. I think that wraps it up. Cool. All right. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. You can find the show notes for this episode at loveandmatrimony.com. We love to get your emails at heymatrimony at gmail.com. And you can keep up with me and with Chris in between episodes on Instagram. He is Practically Awesome Chris, and I am Kels Wharton. Stick to your list, everybody. And remember to love your honey, not your money. Okay, can you tell me what you had for dinner? Oh. <sighs>
a delicious black bean burger. How was it cooked? On the grill. Because we're trying not to use we the We no oven. longer use our kitchen. <laughs> it's a benefit of solar. 